2: Is 10 things I wish I knew before my wedding. So, as I've shared, I got married uh, towards the end of September. So, a lot of these podcasts that I'm recording now are sort of my reflections on the day, things that I obviously wish I knew before my day, things I've learned since, looking back at my budget, telling my wedding story, and all that. And I hope that's helpful for you to hear podcasts sort of on the other side. I'm still going to be doing um, some more general podcast topics of like, you know, how to deal with wed stress and maybe something on um, wedding party gifts and traditions and things like that. But I did want to jump into some of these more post-wedding podcast episodes as I'm sort of a fresh uh, newlywed. At the time of recording, I've been married a whole week. (laughs) Um, I wanted to share some of my perspectives now, uh, fresh off the wedding Um, is I think this would be really helpful. And I know it's the kind of content I was looking for before my wedding to sort of hear from somebody who had come out the other side on the things that you know, were important things they wish they knew any regrets where they should have spent more money, spent less money, that sort of thing. Um, So yeah, let me let me jump into 10 things I wish I knew before my wedding. So the first one, I wish I knew that it really does go as fast as everyone says. And I heard this so many times and I'm here to repeat it. I'm sure you've heard it before too, but in case you need it once more, your wedding day will go by so, so, so incredibly quickly. Um, And it just makes sense, right? A a day is only 24 hours long. Um, Your actual wedding portion of the day is maybe six hours, eight hours, 10 hours. And it's this day you've been planning for weeks, for months, for possibly years. And just, you know, all that time you've spent planning um, just, it's hard to cram all of that into one actual physical day and to experience it all and enjoy it all. So, um, it is so true what people say. And I, you know, I heard people say this, that the wedding day goes by fast, you know, it goes by in the blink of an eye. And I was like, yeah, 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 sure it does, but not ours because, you know, we're doing this whole wedding weekend thing with a bunch of events and we're having a really small wedding, you know, just 21 people and you know, it's there's no way it's I'm gonna, of course, you know, be present for every moment and totally enjoy it. But it, it happens. It goes by so quickly, you wake up the next day, and you're like, huh, Oh, my gosh, it's over. Like this thing, I poured all this time and energy and money into is just is just done. So my advice on this would just be to stay as grounded as possible. And this is something I was trying to practice all day long, just being in the moment being present. Um, because the last thing I wanted to do was, you know, not be like in the moment on my wedding day. I didn't want to be sort of like floating above it all, worrying about something that's already happened, um, getting nervous about something that's to come. And I, I didn't do it perfectly. But I did really consciously try to be in the moment, even the silly moments, like the morning of our wedding, going to pick up the donuts that we were going to be serving for dessert later that day. I consciously told myself, like, I am picking up the donuts for my wedding dessert, I am getting married today, I am a bride, like how how lucky am I to be getting married today to have found this incredible person and to have all these loved ones here to watch our wedding day, like just keep telling yourself that, honestly, like come up with a little mantra, a little, a little thing. For me, it was it was literally that just how lucky am I Um, telling myself that all day long, bringing myself back into the moment, even just very literal grounding exercises. A few that um, my therapist actually shared with me is just consciously feeling the feeling, feeling the feeling, feeling, yeah, I guess, feeling the feeling of your feet on the ground. So literally grounding yourself, like telling yourself like, ah, that is what this concrete, wood, carpet, whatever feels like underneath my feet as I am taking steps, like I'm feeling the ground, um, putting a hand on the top of your head and pushing down again, literally grounding yourself, pushing yourself back into the earth. I know those are silly. Um, and there's lots more, uh, probably elegant (laughs) grounding and, um, you know, mindful things you can do like meditation and breathing. But for me, just those little silly exercises of like feeling my feet on the ground and literally pushing my head down to push myself back into the moment to ground myself. Um, they're really great reminders. And it's just something you can, be- you can do very, very quickly. You know, it takes half a second and it just sort of forces you back into the moment. So the day does go fast. <laughs> Please believe it if you've heard it before and do what you can to stay in the moment. The second thing I wish I knew before my wedding Is I wish I knew we needed someone to direct us because we would have no time to check a to do list. I am someone who loves a to do list. For our wedding, we had countless um, to do lists and charts and graphs and (laughs) Google Docs and spreadsheets and just so many different things that we were working on all the time. We made like a master uh, to do list that was an incredible number of pages that we had printed out for things to do the day. The, the whole week before the day before the day of the day after all that sort of thing and as much as i loved putting those all together and i think it was really helpful um, especially as we were setting things up the day before and packing um, to be able to like check them off the list on the actual day of the to-do list goes out the window like we did we just didn't have time like it, like i said the day goes really fast we were kind of running late you just don't have time to check a to-do list um there was a, a moment of time where i thought we were gonna have like half an hour between when we finished taking photos and when our ceremony started and that ended up being like six minutes (laughs) and we just did not have time um, to go through a to-do list so it you know, knowing that now it would have been great to have someone either a professional, you know, like a wedding coordinator or a wedding planner, or even just like one of, you know, asking my sister, like, hey, here's a copy of the to do list um, at 530. Can you just make sure we're where we're supposed to be on this schedule? And like, let me know, you know, what we're supposed to be doing, because we are running late, and I do not have time to check it, which leads me perfectly to number three. The third thing I wish I knew before my wedding was that we need Water, food, and chapstick on standby. (laughs) Um... Uh, my my biggest like emotion of the wedding day was just feeling thirsty. <laughs> Not actually, obviously it was, you know, feeling loved and all that. But I was so thirsty from probably like three o'clock to like 8pm. <laughs> I like, just so thirsty. I'm someone who drinks a, an incredible amount of water every day. I have a giant water bottle that I fill up a few times. I am also a big chapstick person. I put chapstick on all the time. So I was so thirsty. My lips were so chapped. And literally like right before the ceremony, I contemplated like sticking my head under a tap because for some reason I couldn't. couldn't find a cup or a water bottle or anything like that. And the only thing that stopped me from doing it was that my makeup was going to run all over the place. But I was like a second away from just lapping water from the tap. Um, my, my uh, husband actually did do this because he didn't have any makeup to worry about. Um, uh, but yeah, we were so thirsty and then my poor husband was so hungry. Um, I think the nerves had kind of gotten to him. So he hadn't eaten much for lunch. And right before our ceremony, he was the kind of hungry, like he thought he might pass out, especially when you add it to the nerves. So he had to like break into our donut stash, the donuts that we were going to be serving for dessert and emergency eat a donut in like the minutes before our ceremony, which I hope our photographer grabbed a photo of this, of him like sneaking into the, reception space, stealing a donut, eating it. And then I saw it and obviously I wanted a bite. So he like holds a bite out for me to eat as we're rushing to our ceremony. Um, it was a funny moment. But in hindsight, I think it would have been very nice to have water or food or chapstick or all three like kind of planted in key areas, um, you know, right before the ceremony, as we're taking our photos, that sort of thing. Or to have someone again, my sister would have been great at this actually throughout the reception. She was very good at reminding me or making sure that um, myself and my husband always had a drink in our hand. However, she was thinking more of the alcoholic kind of drink. And I was like, no, 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 I just want water. So (laughs) I should have told her that and she would have been all over it, making sure that we had water whenever we needed it number four the fourth thing I wish I knew before my wedding day was that you will get very tired um so managing your energy is so key on your wedding day you probably won't sleep well the night before and I know a lot of people are like oh you're just running on adrenaline which is so true but there is going to be a time when you're like whoa I am exhausted for me that hit right after the ceremony, like right before the reception kind of going into that time, which is hilarious because that's like not even the halfway point of the actual wedding. But it just been such a day already of, you know, like waking up, having not slept well, getting ready, going to buy the donuts, doing hair and makeup, doing all of our photos, doing the ceremony, doing the first dance, doing more photos with the group. And then I was like, oh man, I had to keep going. Like I was, re- I was ready to go home. <laughs> as much as I loved our reception and hanging out with all our guests, in my ideal world, it's like ceremony one day everyone goes home photos one day everyone goes home reception one day everyone goes home like I need I need to sleep I need to I need to refuel in between um, those times, especially as an introvert, you know, I do not get energy from being social. And when I am feeling low energy, I want to sort of recede into the background. Like I don't want to talk to people. And I think this will probably come up in a future episode about my personal wedding day regrets. One of my regrets is not having that energy and not being able to be as social and involved in the reception as I wanted. Um, I just wanted to kind of sit down. (laughs) There was a time when I did go into the room where our dog was to try to help her like drink and eat a little bit because she was also a bit anxious. And like it took all of my willpower to leave that room. Like I really just wanted to sit there with the dog for like an hour, but um, probably not the best idea for your own wedding. So uh, I wish I had known how tired I was going to get. And I think I would have tried to manage my energy a bit better, either like fit a nap into the day, or even like had an energy drink or a coffee or something ready to go. Um, Just knowing what it was going to feel like, I think would have been very helpful in terms of managing my energy and ensuring that I had enough energy for the rest of the day. The fifth thing I wish wish I had known before my wedding is that I'll actually want more time for photos than I think. So as I had shared, we booked our photographer for three hours, which was actually um, an upgrade. Our original photographer we had only booked for two hours, um, so we booked our new one for three hours, and we actually ended up getting probably closer to five. Um, she did give us a bonus hour because she wanted to take. Uh, photos of our getting ready. She thought it was really cool that we were getting ready together, my my husband and myself. Um, and she showed up early even for that. And then she did end up staying late. So we probably got closer to five hours. However, um, you know, I actually wish uh, I had known that I'd want even more than that. Um, there was, uh, for our portraits, like our couples' portraits, which we took before the ceremony, we had probably about an hour of walking through the city to take portraits. And that sounds like a ton of time, but um, there's so much like set up that goes into it we have to well our our photographer had already had already scouted the spots so that was great she already knew where we were going Um, but you know you have to like lug all your stuff over there we had our dog we had a backpack we had umbrellas Um, we have to set up the shot then you want to take a bunch of different shots some of just me some of just my husband some of us walking some with the dog some without the dog Um, so we really only got to take photos in three different locations throughout that almost an hour of portraits Um, and I wish we had had more spots I think there were so many um, cool spots in that part of the city. We didn't get down to the water, which I think would have been really cool. There was, um, you know, a really gorgeous marina that I think we could have taken some really nice photos in. I also wish we would have had, and this might be more um, to do with our photographer's style, not so much the time. I wish we'd been able to take more candid shots. I think our photographer knew that we were nervous and that we were not comfortable in front of the camera. And tried to give us like a lot of poses, um, which I appreciate. I totally appreciate having that guidance, but I would have loved, um, like some of my favorite shots were just like, you know, I happen to do something silly and, and our photographer would be like, Oh my God, I love that. And she'd take a photo and I was like, okay, then just, just let us do it. Like, just let us, you know, hang out and interact and lean on each other and smile and hug and dance how we would do it versus telling me like, okay, now lift your right arm and put it on his cheek. Like that's just not how I would stand um she kept telling my husband to like nuzzle me which is like not something we really do and, and not something I can't imagine that photographed well again I haven't even seen these photos so I could be talking out my butt right now they might look great um but there were definitely a few poses where I was like mm, I'd rather we're not spending time on this or if we are spending time on this I wish we had more time to kind of take those more candid shots um Of, you know, that felt more natural to us. But again, I haven't seen the photos, so who knows? I also wish we had hired her for longer during the reception. We only hired her to stay for the first hour of the reception. um, And part of that was like time that she needed to eat, which totally fine. Um, But I wish we had asked her to stay a little bit longer. Uh, I would have liked to get photos of the speeches, I would have liked to get photos of how like the dessert was set up. And I just think there were a bunch of moments that she probably could have captured that would have been really nice. Um, you know, it's photography is not cheap, it would have been, um, you know, an extra five $600 to, per hour to have her stay. Um, but I think that would have been nice. and And I wish I had known that beforehand, I think I would have put it into the budget to make sure she could stay a bit longer. The nice thing is we can always go and take more photos. Um, I don't think I would want to put my wedding dress back on. It was just, it was very tight. (laughs) Um, But in life, like we can always take more photos. I know that's something um, my partner and I did when we were living abroad in Europe. We did like a family photo shoot and it was so much fun and such a beautiful memory of our time there. So I'd love to make photo shoots a bigger part of our life, especially if we uh, expand our family, I think it'd be really cool to do like family photo shoots pretty consistently, you know, every year, every other year, something like that. So not too upset about it. But if you were hearing this before your wedding, uh, consider adding a little bit more photography time, I don't think you'll regret it. The sixth thing I wish I had known, I wish I had known that we would need to plan our time together during the reception. So something that was super important to my partner and I was spending time together during our wedding, during our wedding weekend. Um, we very purposefully spent the night before together, you know, slept in the same bed at the hotel, we got up together, we had breakfast together, we had lunch together, the only time we were really apart was when I went to get my hair and makeup done um which even then like felt kind of weird to be away from him for two hours we got ready together uh you know I put on his cufflinks he zipped me up into my dress we had you know the ceremony obviously together very personal we had our very personal vows which I loved we gave a speech together we had our first dance together so we had all of these moments together and that was very intentional it was something we really wanted to do and something I'm so glad we did um but we kind of dropped the ball when it came to the reception we, we didn't really plan four times for us to be together and I had heard this advice again being given from other people saying like oh carve some time out in the reception for just the two of you you know go out for sunset photos or, or just go take a minute together um and I wish we had done that uh and I'm sad we didn't because there was definitely some points in the reception when I would look up and I would see my husband and I was like oh man I kind of want to be with you um and not even just the two of us, but just, like, I wanted to be with him. Um, there was a point when, like, a card game got started up with a bunch of, like, the, the younger people, which is just, like, people who aren't um, parents yet. <laughs> people, like, our our age, you know, our friends and our siblings. And um, and my, my husband was in it, and I definitely could have jumped in and been like, hey, me too, me too. But... It, it felt a little bit like I wasn't included, um, which is more to my own like social anxiety. It would have, you know, it's my wedding. No one would have had a problem with, you know, dealing me in a hand later or whatever. Um, but I wish we had intentionally said to each other like, hey, let's um, let's make sure we spend time together during the reception. You know, if I'm going to go off and have this conversation, I want you with me. Um, something Just yeah, I wish we had talked about it a bit more, even if we hadn't actually planned a moment like, oh, okay, the alarm's going off at nine o'clock, we have to hang out. Um, Just if we had talked about it. And I think if he had known how I felt about that, I'm sure he felt the same way, like he wants to spend, you know, time with me. I think we could have made that a bigger priority. So, if that is sounding like something you want to do, I definitely encourage you to talk to your partner and either, you know, literally plan, like put in the schedule time that you will be together, whether that's going out for sunset photos or sharing a dance or just, you know, going to breathe for a second somewhere or, um, you know, having a plan to always check in with one another. I saw at one of my friend's weddings, her and her husband almost like. They held hands for practically the entire reception, which of course kept them together. And I think that's such like a a sweet way to spend your wedding night together. Okay, number seven. The seventh thing I wish I had known was to prioritize the moments that feel like you and that are the most important to you. So we had a ton of stuff throughout our wedding that was very personal to us. um, Moments that, you know, we're really proud of, things that we're really, really glad we did because it did make our wedding feel so personal, so intimate. And those are also the things that our guests loved the most. So for example, our vows, the ceremony was super important to us. We spent a lot of time, you know, writing our own vows, sharing them with each other. And Every single person who attended our wedding um, in person or virtually told me how much they loved our vows and that they were crying alongside us Um, for the food. You know, we really went out of our way to serve our favorites pizza and sushi from our favorite restaurants. And again, every single person came up to me at the wedding and told me, Oh my God, this was so tasty. Where did you get this from? This is the best food. Um, And that meant so much to us. So it sort of just proves that like, you know what, pour into those moments that are you, that make your wedding day yours. There's no need to stress about, God, what was I stressing about? Like finding the perfect fake eucalyptus garland to go around the gold stands that are going to be at the front of your ceremony for 15 minutes. Like if that's not something you care about, don't put time into it. Don't put money into it. Don't put energy into it. Don't stress over it. Just pour into the things that matter to you because those are going to be the things that mean the most on the day to you and to your guests. So I wish I could have told myself that. Um, I'm glad with the amount of time we put into things like the vows, like the food, Um, speeches and things like that. But I wish I hadn't stressed as much about the other things that just didn't matter. Number eight, um, I wish I had known that the best moments happen organically. So as much as I am glad we put time and energy into our vows, because really, that was my favorite part. There are so many little moments from the day that only happened. um, Because you know, that's just that's just how they happen. That was fate. That's just (laughs) how it worked out. There was nothing I could have done to plan for it or make it happen. That's just how life Works. Um, For example, we had uh, some like wedding crashers almost, not exactly. um, A group of women who were all dressed up to go to a rugby game. They were wearing like purple wigs and hula skirts and funny glasses. They happened to pass us as we were taking our wedding photos outside, and one of them yelled out, Hey, do you need bridesmaids? And my husband beckoned them over, and they're in our wedding photos. And I'm sure, again, I haven't seen the photos yet. I think that's going to be such a hilarious shot of us with those ladies. Um, the fact that we hugged all of our guests as they came into our ceremony space, we had kind of talked about this, but it, it wasn't like a formal plan. It just sort of happened organically in the moment. We were hugging our parents and it just made sense to keep hugging everyone. I'm so glad we did that. Um, I know that sounds very like unsafe in these COVID times, but uh, 21 guests all vaccinated um, so far. Uh, knock on wood, we're over a week out, no reports of of anything having happened. Um, The speeches, obviously, we did plan for the speeches, but we didn't know what anyone was going to say. And that created a lot of really beautiful organic moments. Um, My dad actually sang during his speech, which totally caused me to break down. So just just these really nice moments from the day were all things that happened organically. So I think knowing that ahead of time would have helped me to not stress and just sort of be in the moment even more. Number nine, we're almost there. The ninth thing I wish I had known ahead of time was how much people would eat and drink. And of course, I say this very uh, tongue in cheek. There's no way to really know how much your guests are going to eat and drink, even if you sent them a very detailed survey about, you know, how much do you usually eat for dinner? How much do you usually drink? Like, that can change um from day to day, right? Like there's some days where I don't drink at all, some days where I want three or four drinks. So, um there's really no way to know this, but if I did have a crystal ball, it would have been great to see um how much people could uh would want to eat and drink on our day. We had way too much food, way too much um alcohol, really. But of course, it's better to have way too much than way too little. Um we, uh, we've been eating pizza for like the last few days eating our leftover pizza, we will probably be drinking our leftover alcohol for even longer weeks, maybe even months. Um, and we probably could have had a few more uh, cake jars. Those were a big hit. The chicken skewers were a big hit. Those went quick. I don't think there was a chance there was a, a, a chance, <laughs> a circumstance where anyone didn't get food. Like I think there was always food available, just certain things were more popular than others. However, I am so glad that we decided to order from our favorite restaurants because it truly was no problem eating leftover pizza and sushi and cake, uh, drinking, you know, my favorite cider or wine that I really like. It's not been a problem enjoying these leftovers. Um, I'm also glad that we didn't spend too much uh, in the first place, just having the 21 guests ordering locally. It's not like we had to pay for really expensive catering. So it's not a huge deal to have have overspent on food and drink. Um, Some of it, we actually even could have returned, like some of the unopened alcohol, we've just decided to, you know, really take one for the team and uh, drink it ourselves. Um, And it would have been so much worse if this had been a situation where, you know, we were in a really fancy venue, where the food was like, not so great, but we had to pay for it anyways, because it's just, you know, the food that's included at the venue. And more often than not, there's not a huge like leftovers situation, you can't really take a bunch of takeout from your wedding venue. Um, A lot of that food is just wasted. And a lot of the drink is just wasted. Like if you paid for an open bar, there's not too many places that are like, Oh, yeah, here's like half a bottle of vodka, take it home. Like, no, 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 that's how they that's how they make their money. You paid for an open bar. um, You know, they will serve as much as your guests want, and then they get to keep the rest for their next function. So I am very glad that we did uh, an in home, you know, private residence wedding where we actually get to enjoy our leftovers, and that they are leftovers that we do enjoy. So all in all, not too upset about this, but if I did have a crystal ball, it would have been nice to see exactly how much people would have wanted to eat and drink on the day. And number 10, the last thing I wish I had known before my wedding is that it all goes away kind of (laughs) quick. And this, um, you know, this goes back to my first point about the day goes very fast. um, But so does that sort of feeling of attention, um, which is, you know, a a weird thing to say, especially as I'm an introvert and I don't really love the attention, but it is funny to go, through um, a week, and then a, t- a couple days, and then one day when everyone is so invested in like, oh my god, how are you? You look so gorgeous. Are you excited? Your vows were so beautiful. Oh my god, come pose for me for this photo. Oh my god, you're a wife. Welcome to the family to like the next day. No, maybe like two or three days later, like no one really wants to talk about it anymore. People are over it. People are over your wedding. Um, which is fine. And again, I am so glad we had more of a low key, like just 20 people, very small, I think I would have had a much harder time coming down from like hundreds of people, um, you know, bombarding me with questions and asking about my wedding and telling me things and then to go to like crickets of just me and my husband the next day. Um, it was nice kind of just going from like 20 people and then we had lunch with like 10 people and then we had dinner with two people. Like, you know, we slowly sort of phased out of wedding mode, um, which was nice. And it still is fun. Like like I said, we're just a week out. Um, we're still having fun calling each other husband and wife and wearing our rings. And we're eagerly awaiting our wedding photos. And we're still, you know, looking at our wedding cards and things like that. So it's not like the wedding is totally over. Like the, the tap is shut off. There is still a lot of post-wedding bliss. Um, but it's it's a big change from the kind of attention you're getting the day of, the day before, um, to what happens sort of one or two days out. So I think knowing that and being able to prepare for that emotionally um, is huge. You've heard of the post-wedding blues probably. And it completely makes sense. Like the wedding industry is telling us, you know, this is going to be the best day of your life. It's the most important day. You need to put all of this time and money and energy into it. You're planning it for months, for years, and then it's just over and there's nothing left. And all of those spreadsheets and to-do lists are, are pointless. Um, it's a pretty big drop-off. So I think being able to prepare for that emotionally is so key. Um, and for us, we took a couple days off after the wedding, which is really nice. We got to hang out with uh, friends and family for, who are still here, who had come in from out of town for our wedding. That was a really nice way to sort of keep the festivities going. And then we also have our honeymoon. We're going on our honeymoon uh, three, two, eh, three weeks after our wedding. Um, so it's been really nice to pour some more energy into that and, and planning uh, the honeymoon that we want. Um, so talk to me after the honeymoon. I might have, <laughs> I might have a whole new uh, post honeymoon blues. I guess coming back from that and being um, and being sort of uh, a little bit empty, not having anything to plan. Um, But that's okay. Uh, Christmas will be coming up soon after that. So I'm sure I'll be fine. But those are the 10 things I wish I knew before my wedding. Just to recap, uh, 10 things I wish I knew. I wish I knew it really does go as fast as they say. I wish I knew that you need someone to direct you because you don't have time to check your to do list. I wish I knew that to put water, food and chapstick in places I could reach before the ceremony and reception. I wish I knew how tired I was going to get so I could manage my energy better. I wish I knew that I would want more time for photos so I could have scheduled our photographer to stay longer. Uh, I wish I would have put together a plan to spend more time with my husband during the reception. I wish I would have known to prioritize the moments that feel the most like us and pour the most time and energy and money into those while forgetting about things that didn't matter. I wish I would have known that the best moments happen organically and there's nothing I could do to plan for them. I wish I would have had that crystal ball so I would know how much people would want to eat and drink. And I wish I would have known that the attention goes away kind of quick. So make a plan for those post wedding blues. I hope that is helpful. Um, I know these sort of sound a little bit negative. But honestly, if you've listened to my wedding uh, story episode, I loved my wedding day so much. And even not knowing these 10 things had the most incredible day. Um, Really best best memories with my husband, with our loved ones, still riding on such a high from it. So happy with how things went. And uh, more than that, know that we're in for a really awesome marriage and a really great relationship. So even having not known these things, um, it was great. There was no no huge disaster. But I hope uh, sharing them now with you, this will help you on your wedding day. So happy wedding planning. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it, and I hope you found the episode helpful. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and a review, follow along so you don't miss the next episode, and tell a friend about the show. Remember, you shouldn't be spending your wedding day managing other people's feelings.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.